Welcome to episode 97 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about a fascinating, complex, and simple topic called edge effect. And it's a wildlife concept that has been studied for a very long time. And researchers thought it was one way, and lately it's proved to be somewhere in between. It, what the edge effect is, is where multiple habitats meet together to create what researchers call a transitional zone. And in this transitional zone, you have an edge. One of the easiest examples to think about is a field transitioning into a forest. It creates that hard edge. And in between that transition, that transitional zone, is the edge effect and it's where you get a whole bunch of different things coming together, creating a whole new habitat that is possibly beneficial for species, but maybe detrimental to other species. Researchers used to believe that everything benefited from an edge, and that's probably because we create so much of it, man-made edges. But they have since later found out that edges may not be beneficial to everyone. So wildlife ecologists as well as managers believe that the edge habitats were attractive to all wildlife. They thought that they had more cover to hide themselves as well as more food. And oftentimes the way these transitions happened, it broke up the way the wind was able to blow over them. So it covered their scent, created a lot better habitat for them. That's what they used to believe. And there are species that may benefit from being close to edges. Maybe, maybe not benefit from the edge itself, but being close to an edge. And other species will benefit directly from the edge itself, and you will only find them in, in the edge. And others will be affected by it, because if it's a predator and their prey really likes the edge, then they will find themselves in the edge, but they don't necessarily need it to chase their prey. But there are others out there, sage grouse, prairie chickens, even songbirds that may find more edge detrimental. So since the 1930s, it, it's been valued as an important concept for habitat, especially game species, deer, turkeys, quails. And it's important to remember that an edge must be associated with their specific habitat requirements. So what is good for the goose may not be good for the turkey. Or what's good for the white-tailed deer may not be good for the rabbit. And each species has their own requirements of what they need for their habitat as well as edge. So if you go out and you create an edge, let's say for white-tailed deer or mule deer, you may be putting something else it may be costing some other species something, and it may not be beneficial for them. So it, edge, edge effect and what edges do is a, is a complicated concept. But it's an important wildlife concept because it provides a bunch of different characteristics from adjoining different or bringing two different habitats together. You're going to get a whole lot more of the habitats. And the reason is, is you bring in these two habitats and they are now fighting over growing and they are competing so you're getting more vegetation moving in 
as well as you're going to find vegetation that you don't even find in those two habitats are going to make their way into this transitional zone. It's very interesting. You could go from a grassland to a shrub, and you're going to start finding a few trees in this transitional zone, as well as a lot of forbs, and it's just going to, just going to create this whole complex new habitat. And it gives what researchers love to talk about, structural variation. So you're going to have different heights because of these competing uh, vegetation, vegetative structures. And the way they're fighting for it, it just creates opportunities for other, other species to be brought in. Scientifically, an edge is basically a floral community with different vegetation structure and composition than the two adjoining habitats whose common border was its creation. What you got is you have what I just said. You had multiple habitats coming together. They create this complex composition of a bunch of different things. Not all animals are going to benefit in, from edges in the same way. Brushy areas, for example, make excellent hiding cover for deer, rabbits, and nesting, great nesting cover for turkeys as well as non-game species, uh, they're going to benefit from the presence of edge, such as some songbird species that can be found. They're found in higher densities, in low-contrast shrubby edges, because uh, there's more food, there's more protection, and they're able to nest. But recent studies have started to show that wildlife species may, some species, are not attracted to the edge. Certain characteristics of the way the vegetation is, the edge sometimes may offer. They just don't like it. So when we talk about edge and what it looks like, there's going to be a low contrast, which is a transition that's not very high. So a grassland to a shrubland may not be very high. Then there's going to be a, com a medium compast where you have an oak stand going to a tall grass prairie or you have a high contrast field to forest. So in these medium contrast edge riparian areas that go into a tall prairie grass, they are more shade intolerant. There's a lot of shrub sized vegetation and there's a lot more forbs and grasses in the understory and they make for beautiful, perfect nesting habitat for turkeys. So if you're looking for turkeys in the spring and where they're going to start nesting in that late spring and you want to watch them, film them, photograph them, look for that shade-intolerant, shrub-sized vegetation with a bunch of grass and forbs as underneath, and you'll find turkeys if you have turkeys in that area. But it's important to note that other species require large, they call them contig contiguous patches of habitat, when I think of this, I think of uh, sage grouse and those sagebrush or the sagebrush steppe, those, those larger areas. They require larger areas. And what we're doing, one of the things that people are talking about a lot today is um, with oil drilling or those different type of things, they are starting to fragment the landscape. When, when you put a road through something, you have now created... A whole lot more edge than what that area before had because it wasn't unbroken. So if you think of 80 acres and you plant 80 acres of grass, 
you now have one solid chunk of grass and you're going to find different species moving to the middle to get away from the edge. Now if you take that 80 acres and you divide them into one acre sections and then put a dirt road down along each side, all four sides, then you're creating a whole lot more fragmentation which creates more uh, a more detrimental environment to some of these species like sage grouse or prairie chickens. The greater prairie chicken requires large unbroken blocks of suitable habitat. In this case, uh, it'd be tall grass prairie. Some songbirds require large areas of unbroken forest to reproduce successfully due to incidents of nest predation or nest parasitism near the edges. Some of the species uh, as edge dwellers are nest predators such as crows, grackles, blue jays, raccoons. They all love the edges as well as some nest parasites like the brown-headed cowbird. Studies have documented that greater rates of nest predation among songbirds near edges than those in forest interior. The value of an edge is different for each species, and management plans should be planned accordingly. This is why studies are so important. It's important to consider the scale at which an edge is defined. Uh, there was uh, Dr. Fred Guthrie, and others in South Central and Western Oklahoma provide an example of the problems associated with uncritical acceptance of the edge effect. They found that the greatest abundance of northern bobwhite were in areas composed primarily of brushy prairie with minimal amounts of edge. Overall, the importance of edge in wildlife habitats varies depending on species and whatever species you're talking about and the specific characteristics of that edge. So while we can talk about white-tailed deer and edge in eastern Wyoming, it may be they may have different requirements uh, for edge in Ohio. While some species will benefit greatly from edges, others may not be affected at all, or others may be negatively impacted by the presence of edge. So highly fascinating, kind of complex, but also easy to understand. All right, you guys have a great day. Stay wild.